Hello, you're listening to the Oakland Patriots Football Podcast with head coach Kevin Creasy. During this podcast, we will have coaching interviews, talking stats, previews for upcoming games, highlights of past games, and much, much more. Now, let's get to the action with Coach Kevin Creasy. Thank you for joining another podcast experience as we were on the Oakland Football Podcast with Coach Kevin Greasy. Today, we have Coach Britt Roberts. Coach Roberts, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about your journey. Yeah, so uh, I'm Coach Roberts. Uh, this is my first year here at Oakland uh, teaching junior English, uh, coaching defensive ends. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a kind of wild journey for me to get into coaching. Uh you know, I went to Eagle High School here in Rutherford County, uh, played football, played baseball. And, you know, as I got older, I kind of realized that I didn't really have a future in football as a player. So, you know, coming out of high school, I really decided that I just wanted to go to college, have that normal college experience as a student. And then I decided, you know, I wanted to be a lawyer. So after going to college, I actually went to law school at uh, Northern Illinois University. And during my time in law school, you know, something really didn't feel right. It felt like I was kind of missing something in life, but I couldn't really figure out what it was. Wow. And uh, the summer of 2020, I actually got COVID and some things happened in my personal life that actually forced me to come back to Tennessee. And, yeah. you know, I was sitting around thinking, you know, what am I going to do with life now? You know, I, I gave up on the law thing and I was just real confused as to what was going on. And uh, I was on the phone with my dad one day. We were talking, He he's a football coach as well. He's the running back coach down at uh, Hoover High School in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, wow. And we were talking one day, and he was like, man, what, what are you going to do? He's like, you got to figure something out. And I was like, I, I know, but I'm not sure. He was like, you know, what are you passionate about? What, yeah. What's the one thing in the world that you really love and care about and you, you know you, you could see yourself doing? And I was thinking, man, I, I love football, and that's, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to coach, and I was, I was really concerned with being 26 and being out of the game for so long. It would be really hard to get back into it, but – you know, he uh, he made some calls for me. Luckily, him and Coach Creasy, uh, they know each other. They go back a little bit. And yeah, yeah. He actually called him and asked him, you know, if you need any help with uh, maybe just like freshman football. Yeah. You know, Coach Creasy brought me in one day. We talked and decided that I was going to be just a volunteer and help with the freshmen. And originally, that's what I was doing. And then I decided that I was going to teach as well. So, you know, I got a teaching job. And then one day, Coach Jackson and Coach Anderson came to me. And they were like, hey, you, you ever thought about, you know, joining the varsity, want to be a varsity coach? And I was like, absolutely. I was like, you know, I don't care what yeah, it is. I, right, I could right. be in charge of the managers. I don't I don't care. <laughs> you want to make me a varsity coach, you know, yeah, let's yeah. do it. And, yeah. you know, they, they saw something in me. And luckily, uh, Coach Creasy gave them the go-ahead. You know, they saw something in me. And, you know, they gave me the shot. And luckily, that's how I ended up here at Oakland. And, you know, I'm – I'm blessed. I'm thankful every day that I am where I am, and it's been a great experience so far. It's been, it hasn't been a long time, but you know, it's it's been awesome. You know, the journey to get here. It's yeah, it's been crazy. But ever since I've gotten here, you know, I kind of feel like I finally found that thing that was missing in my life. And, right. You know, it's not not necessarily just about football, but you know, the atmosphere of it, the right. working as a team, getting along with the kids, being around the other coaches. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's almost like having a second family, and I feel like that's something I was missing in my life, especially being in Illinois so far away from my family. And then, you know, I can come back and get all that stuff 
right here at Oakland helping with football, and it's it's been awesome up to this point. You know, speaking of family and opportunities, uh, what does it mean for you to be coaching with a Hall of Fame coach and Coach Creasy? I mean, what, what what does that mean for you? Yeah, it's it's awesome. He's he's such a guy, and I mean, he knows he's forgotten more about football than I could ever hope to learn. <laughs> but you know, Coach Creasy, my favorite thing about him is it's more than just learning about football. You know, I'm learning how to build young men. Uh, to help these guys, you know, learn responsibility and accountability and how to run a program. And it's it's been awesome. He's he always goes the extra mile to help coaches and players. Yeah. You know, it, it's so much more than football with him. And I think that's what I find really valuable and really important is that there's more to life than football. Yeah. And he yeah. is a huge advocate of that. And, you know, he's teaching me just so much more than football. He's teaching me how to, you know, be a good person myself. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have a family or anything like that at the yeah. moment, but, you know, he, he's a great role model for what it's like to be a family man and not with just his family but with the football family as well. It's just learning so much from him. I mean, yeah. he has so yeah. much advice in so many different aspects of life. And, yeah. You know, I think there's a lot more to being a Hall of Fame coach than just the X's and O's, and he, oh, that's good. he definitely shows you exactly what it takes to be that kind of coach. Right. Right, right. You know, you're speaking of the defensive line, you know, you talk about that um, and, your, and your opportunities. Uh, talk about your defensive line, your your players, and then the uh, the experience of, of what that is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I love our defensive line. We've got three seniors that are just fantastic leaders. They're they're more than just football players. They're great leaders. And, you know, the three that we have right now, it's, it's really hard to argue that they're not the best defensive line in state. I mean, oh, yeah. They come out and work hard every day. They they really set the tone for our games and our practices. I, me personally, uh, you know, going upset any of the DBs or linebackers, but I really feel like our <laughs> defensive line is definitely the anchor yeah. to our defense, and they really get things going. It's just a lot of good experience. And then the guys behind our three that are our starters, yeah, they're they're great kids. They're good football players, and they have excellent role models in front That's of them. Good. And, if they can just model themselves after the three guys that we have, yeah. once those three are gone, the three behind them are going to step up and they're going to do the exact same thing. That's big. That's yeah. big. What what three do we have now that's actually starting? And then let's talk about the schemes. Yeah. Uh, so our three main guys that you'll see for the most part, you know, it's uh, Theron Gaines, mm -hmm. uh, Ethan McLaurin, and Caleb Cole. Yeah. And those guys are just awesome. I mean, the experience they have from playing in the past, that, that really helps. Yeah, It really helps our young guys learn, and it's actually helping me learn a lot, too, because I'm really new to this defense. Yeah. I'm, I've always considered myself more of an offensive guy, but, yeah. you know, I got this opportunity with defense, and they're teaching me just as much as Coach Jackson and Coach Anderson, so they're awesome. They just really set the tone, and they are what we expect the defensive line to be like in terms yeah. of on the field and off the field. Those are just really great kids in general. And right. It's it's a pleasure to be around all the defensive linemen, not just those three guys. That's good. You know, you know, you, you have one guy in Theron Gaines who gets tackles, uh, tackles for loss, uh, block blocks kicks last week. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about his play as of late and what his leadership means for the big old the big team. Absolutely. I mean, his play as Blade, it's he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, a lot of people feel like he's really been overlooked as a football player, and he hadn't gotten the offers that you know he definitely sh deserves and should get. Yeah. And he plays with that chip on his shoulder, and he's, his goal every play is to just go 110%. If you mess up, 
go 110%, and he's such a good athlete that even when he messes up, he still has an opportunity <laughs> to make a play. Right. And, you know, with him busting through the defense or through the offensive line almost every play, that really sets up our linebackers to have uh, a lot of excellent opportunities blitzing. And then also it helps our other defensive linemen get through holes too because if you're having to focus on right. one guy and stopping him, I mean, that really puts a strain on that offensive yes. line. And, you know, Ethan and Cole, they really take advantage of that. I mean, they're, they're great football players too, and they do a lot of great things themselves. But, yeah. you know, with Theron, a lot of people really worrying about his speed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really focused on right. blocking Theron and making sure that, you know, they don't let him through. And that gives us a lot of opportunities to bust through in other areas of the line. And, I mean, when it comes to his leadership, he's the guy that really sets the tone for our defense and our practices. He's the high-energy guy. He's the one that he'll get after you if you're not doing what you're supposed to. Right, right. He takes full responsibility for himself and accountability. You know, everybody's late every now and then. There are days where Theron, he might be a minute late to practice, and before anyone has to say anything to him, he's taking his lap. You know, he doesn't have to – we don't have to really stay on him. We don't actually have to stay on a lot of our defensive guys. They they understand what we expect of them, but his leadership just really rubs off on the rest of the guys. And we're starting to have a lot more energy in other areas of the defense. And I think a lot of that has to do with Theron and just people wanting to be like him and yeah. to be that kind of leader. Right. He's, he's an awesome kid. He's just so high energy. And, you know, sometimes you think he's real angry with you, but he'll get in your face and let you know what you're not doing right, how you need to fix it. And then the next play, you know, he's out there joking with you, messing around. Yeah. He, he loves to dance. I mean, there are times oh, when you'll wow. come to practice and you'll see him. He might just be out there kind of dancing to himself, just enjoying it. But the second it's time to right. line up and go, yeah. he's ready. I mean, yeah. he's a kid that can shift his focus back to football immediately. And that's that's really rubbed off on a lot of our guys. That's good, Coach. You, you know, you, you had, a, had a big game last week uh, against Lipscomb Academy. Um, and, and you came back to, to win the game. Uh, can this game be a game uh, where you come out flat? And what do you say to these guys? Um, how do you keep these guys hungry? Absolutely. This is a week that, you know, a lot of coaches definitely fear coming out and going flat. You got a big win against the second best team in the state of Tennessee last week, and then you come out with a team like Blackman that unfortunately doesn't get the credit that they deserve. Yeah. I mean, they're a really good football team. But, you know, going from Lipscomb to almost any other opponent in the state of Tennessee, you know, you you run the risk of going flat. Yeah. But we're huge on just letting these guys know that, you know, it's a week-to-week process. Yes. You can't – we can't dwell on the past. We can't look to the future. You know, even – it's a day-to-day process. We preach, you know, get 1% better every day. You know, we've really got to focus on these guys this week. We've tried to just – pound that into their heads. They you know Blackman, they played a lot of good football games. I mean, the scoreboard might not show it sometimes, yeah. but they're a really good football team. And, you know, Blackman's always been right there on the edge yeah. of breaking through. And, you know, this this could be the year. And those guys are hungry. Like, yeah. they want to play us. Yeah. They yeah. want to come out here and they want to beat us. And we've tried to really pound that in their heads yeah. that this is a team that will come in here yeah. and they will beat you yeah. if you are not focused. Yeah. And that's what they're looking for. You know, we've got a huge – target on our back being the number one team in the state most definitely and blackman definitely wants to be the one to knock us off you know nobody has up to this point and blackman is definitely hungry to do it so we've really just tried to keep them focused on those guys they know a lot of guys over there and we try to tell them yo you know they might be your friends but when it comes to friday 
they're going to be your enemy. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're right. here to beat you. That is all they're here for That's is right. to beat you. And yeah. we really have to stay focused on them. You know, we got another big game with CPA next week. Yeah. We've really, right. we've told them, you know, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. After Friday, yeah. that's when we can focus on CPA. Yeah. But from the time we beat Lipscomb until that last whistle blows tonight, yeah. our focus is only on Blackman. How has practice been this week, you know, getting ready for the blaze? You know? it's, it's been good, you know. <laughs> they do a lot of different things on offense. Uh, they like to go fast. They they got guys. They're big up front. They're actually pretty big on the outside, too. Uh, so, you know, they do a lot of good things. And practice, it's been pretty good. You know, usually at the beginning of the week, it's a little slower. You're you're doing a lot of learning. That's when you get the mistakes out. But as the yeah. week has gone, up, on, gone on, our intensity has definitely picked up. Yeah. And it's been a great week of practice. Uh, you know, the kids seem focused. You know, we make mistakes every day, but as long as we're making them at 100 miles an hour and we can understand what we did wrong, you know, things are going to be fine. And I think practice has been really good this week. Yes. Uh, a lot of high energy. Yeah. A lot of moving quick. Uh, our scout team has done a great job of trying to move quick and okay. uh, learn Blackman's offense so we right. can get good looks. And, right. You know, there have been times where the scout team is – done a little number on us yeah. and we always come back and we go harder the next play and yeah. we fix our mistakes and yeah. it's been a really good week. That's good. That's good. You know, uh, traditionally when you think of homecoming, you play a cupcake because you're a cupcake team because you're traditionally thinking of, hey, we're going to go to the dance with my date and let's just go whatever. Uh, this game is against Blackman. You know, mm-hmm. this 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 team, of course, as you mentioned, hadn't beaten us in seven years. They were the last team, I think, uh, Blackman outside of Maryville, uh, the last team to really defeat us mm-hmm. seven years since Blackman mm-hmm. did it, uh, 28-21. And so uh, what's the mindset going into Blackman uh, before homecoming, on this homecoming. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, everybody wants to get to the dance. Everybody wants to get the game over with. Everybody wants to start fall break. Uh, what What's the mentality? What challenges do does Blackman present to us? Yeah, you know, uh, it's like you said, you know, normally you'd schedule some kind of cupcake, cupcake <laughs> game for your uh, homecoming. But, yeah. you know, this is a tough region game. Uh, Blackman's got a lot riding on this game. They, they've got some playoff hopes riding on this game. Yeah. A win tonight would be – you know, huge for them. It's not your average homecoming yeah. game. Yeah. And we've really just tried to beat that in their head. They're going to try to use their speed. Uh, you know, every every week somebody's going to gash you on place. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're going to gain yards. They're going to do a lot of good stuff, and they're going to try to go fast when they do that. You know, yeah. the whole thing is, you know, don't don't dwell on that. Don't mope. If you get beat in coverage, you blitz, you miss a tackle, yeah. you got to get back up. you got to go because they're going to try to take advantage right. of that. Right. Right. You know, this is not just some – easy win for homecoming and yeah. our mentality is really you know don't worry about the homecoming stuff you can worry about that yeah. after the game uh you know it's senior night too we want yeah. to recognize those seniors and yeah. we want them to enjoy the moment homecoming something you remember forever but yeah. at the same time you you got a football game to play and you got yeah. a really tough opponent coming in here and right. you know all the homecoming stuff that can definitely be distractions for us but right. i think the kids have handled it really well uh honestly in practice I don't think I've heard any of the kids mention anything about homecoming. Gotcha. It's all, all black. Blackman, Blackman, yeah. Blackman. You know, yeah. who cares about the homecoming stuff? Yeah. we got plenty of time to have fun after the game, fall yeah. breaks next week. you got right. plenty of time to yeah. worry about all that extracurricular stuff. But we have to stay focused on the task, and that, that's beating Blackman. You know, So, you know, it's not an average homecoming game. And, you know, me in high school, my junior year, we actually – 
we came out flat on homecoming thinking we were going to yeah. just kill. Uh, we played, I, I want to say we played Copper Basin, mm-hmm. and we, we thought that we were a lot better than they were. We came out flat, and they ended up beating us oh, on wow. homecoming. Yeah. You know, that's a terrible feeling. It's right. embarrassing. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, you know, everybody's going to get on Twitter and make fun right. of you for losing right. on homecoming. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's one of those you got to defend. This is our yeah. home field. This is our field. Yeah. It's our homecoming. You have to defend right. Oakland High School. You right. know, we don't want anyone to be able to just waltz in here and right. leave with a win, regardless of if it's homecoming or, you know, if it's a semifinal game or a playoff game, whatever. Yeah. We have to do – we have to, you know, uh, do what we do, play our game. Right. Uh, stay focused and just really, really come out and play hard because these guys are going to be tough. They're going to be really tough. Yeah. Coach, thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure to be here at Oakland. Uh, you know, when I was in high school, if you'd have told me I would be coaching and teaching Oakland High School, I'd, I'd have told you you're crazy. But yeah. now I, I can't see myself anywhere else. This is definitely the best place to be in Rutherford County and the best place to be in the state of Tennessee, especially on Friday night. You've been, you've been listening to the Oakland Football Podcast with Coach Kevin Creasy. Today's guest has been Coach Britt Roberts. Coach Roberts, good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate thank, it. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Oakland Patriots Football Podcast with Coach Kevin Creasy. Please be sure to subscribe, follow, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're in the Murfreesboro, Tennessee area and it's in season, please be sure to patronize, stop by the local subway right around the street from the school and get your 10% off in your coupon. See you next time on the Oakland Patriots Football Podcast.